0: lifelong help seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number seven of Confidence From Within podcast. And in today's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Mary Lou Rowe. And we discussed things such as the tendency that so many women have towards perfectionism, to the point that many of us exhaust ourselves. Mary Lou talks about her story, about her struggles of growing up in quite a bit of family chaos, and how that shaped how she perceived the world and the things that she thought she had to do. She shares with us the step-by-step process she used to overcome those struggles And come out on the other side feeling stronger, healthier, and even more equipped to take care of herself and her family. So let me introduce you to Mary Lou. Mary Lou Rowe is a writer, speaker, and workshop facilitator with a wealth of knowledge and experience with overcoming family chaos. She has an university diploma in women's studies and is the founder of the Wonderful Women's Club. Mary Lou grew up in a chaotic environment and developed a roadmap to lead herself out of the turmoil and into a calmer, more peaceful, drama-free life. Mary Lou is on a mission to help women build a solid foundation of confidence, skills, and resilience to navigate family chaos and regain control of their lives. She works comfortably one-on-one or in group settings where it will feel safe, heard, and understood while developing a sense of hope and empowerment. Hello, Mary Lou. So, so glad to have you here at our podcast today.
1: Hi, Juliana. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: It's really my pleasure. And to get started today, I wanted to tell our listeners how we've met. Mm -hmm. because I think it was quite an interesting way. And basically what happened is that I went to a local and local as in uh, Waterloo, Ontario event a couple years ago, I would say. We put our names, myself and a colleague of mine, for a ballot. So they're doing a draw at the event. And somehow I get a call from this radio station saying that I won the big prize, which is like, I wasn't even sure if that was true or if it was <laughs> just somebody like, you know, messing with me. So it turned out to be true. So I go there and I get this beautiful basket. And the two things that stood out to me immediately were the chocolates and Mary Lou's gift card. <laughs> and I attended one of Mary Lou's events. And it was such a wonderful experience. And it was like, couldn't you just like find people that it just relate to so easily. And then our paths kept crossing and so on. And here we are today. So I just wanted to kind of put it in there because it was truly fate <laughs> that kind of connected us. So the first question, how I always love to start all the interviews is by asking you what is confidence or what does confidence mean to you?
1: Yeah, this is an interesting question because I think that um, we can often think confidence means we're very um, out in the world and we're very, um, you know, seen and heard, which is certainly a part of confidence. Um, For me, confidence is what is going on within. And it is the quietness, the stillness, the listening to my wisdom, my inner wisdom, my experience, um, and how I then take that out into the world. So confidence for me is listening and um, following my gut instincts, even when it's hard, even when it goes against what other people think perhaps is the right thing. So it's really tapping into my um, inner world, my inner self.
0: I love it. And it's very aligned with my perspective on confidence as well. And even the whole goal of the podcast being named Confidence From Within. Because a lot of times in my work, as you know, in weight loss, there's a lot of external focus, right? On how we look and how others perceive us and our shapes and sizes. Whereas I love to look at weight loss more from the internal side of things. And the confidence really will come from inside of you. So that's a beautiful way to put it. I love it. And you have a very fascinating story. And I know I'm going to learn even more things about your story today. So I would love to make room and let you tell us what makes you and the things you've been through, and some of the lessons you've learned and how that inspires what
1: you do today. I do have um, a a quite complex and layered story, Um, but I think at the center of it all is the thread that goes through is about learning to build the confidence within. So, I think the best way to do it, to explain it, would be to say that I was raised in a chaotic family. I didn't always feel safe or sure-footed. I felt off balance. There were so many things going on in my life. There was a lot going on within the family, and there was a lot going on outside of the family that impacted us. And um, and I internalized all of these things of. Uh, feeling on edge and not feeling safe as perfectionism that if I could just do better and if I could do more to make sure everyone else outside of me was happy calm then I would feel safe I would have a good life I would be okay with who I was but the truth is I exhausted myself I mean I exhausted myself Juliana and it wasn't uh it was with my family but it was also in other relationships uh, my first marriage I, all these patterns kept coming up where I was trying to fix everyone else I was trying so hard to be what I thought I had to be um that you know several years ago I basically had a collapse I had struggled with debilitating uh, disorder eating, and anxiety and that's how it manifested itself in my life and I couldn't go on like a number of years ago I was 98 pounds Yeah. I mean, I'm 5'8 and I was 98 pounds and I couldn't function and I couldn't care for my children. And when I was laying on my couch thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to make it here. And I had like this aha moment where I realized that the patterns I was reliving in my life over and over were destroying me and I needed to find another way. And if I didn't find it, the other way, I wouldn't be here for my children, I wouldn't be here for myself. I wasn't living the life that I knew that I could. So I decided that instead of working so hard externally to be what I thought I was supposed to be, to look perfect, to show up for everybody, to, you know, do everything. I'm so sure many women can understand that. Yes. Not just in our families, but in society, right? We have to be so perfect. I knew that I had to let go of that. I had to turn within. And that's what I did. I made this clear choice that as of that day, when I couldn't get up to take care of my kids, I thought, this is it. I, I have to move forward, which I did, step by step. I created a different life for myself, starting within, starting with believing that I was worthy of, you know, self-care and self-love, and that I didn't have to make everybody else happy, that I um, I wasn't helpless. I, I didn't have to go along with all of these, you know, social um, expectations and things. So, yeah. That was a turning point for me, like a real turning point in my life. And I set, sort of worked forward, as I said, step by step. And I I kind of developed this roadmap to get myself out. And and I really worked on my awareness of what was going on, how I saw things, what my expectations were of other people and when my needs that needed to be filled. I looked at the self-care, as I said. I set up boundaries. You know, and I really got a community of strong women around me that I could lean on and share my experiences with and just had to accept to the world is not going to change. My family is not going to change. I had to change. And to be honest, that from that moment of acceptance, everything started to turn around. So all these years later, I'm back to a weight that I haven't been since I was in my twenties. I'm healthy. I have energy. My life is completely different, like completely different. So I'm happy and I'm calm and I can have, Things happen, of course, in life, but I don't react the same. I, I can respond in a different way, and it's really um, made such a difference to be myself from within. When I bring me out into the world, everything else falls in place in the way that I wanted it to, as opposed to me trying to adjust to the world and the family and what their needs were.
0: It's wonderful. And- like a, a few of the things that I think resonate like so deeply with the message, right, that I hear from so many women and I'm not sure necessarily on the history of womanhood <laughs> what is that inception point that we all started to believe that we had to you know put our needs second and fulfill everybody else's or even the standards are so high that most of us and all the women that come to me, that I work with, that touch my life, we have such high standards and we're never satisfied, but we're filling everybody else's priorities and leaving ours behind, but without taking care of ourselves like you experienced. And I think the beauty of your story a lot of times the voids that we have really dictates our real values and priorities. But until we start fulfilling those values, we continue to live in lack of congruency with ourselves because you're just, you know, awareness is the word you use that is beautiful because it's really when we make those subconscious, unconscious patterns conscious and it's something you can work with, you can transform your life literally without the fear of going back to status quo. Like you can truly turn that book page right and i think you're such a embodiment of that that's possible <laughs> how to do it and that it is possible and i really admire you for that
1: thank you and and it is transformation and it's possible right i think we so doubt ourselves and we don't believe i think subconsciously that we deserve to have our lives and to live them the way that we want that it stops us um, but if we can break through that barrier everything changes
0: absolutely I love it and when you talk about the roadmap that you sort of developed as you went and I'm assuming here like it was like one step after another right like it's a journey right so for people that yeah, are just the beginning, so give us a bit of an idea what does that journey looked like for you
1: Um, the first step for me was the awareness. Like I had to get real with myself about, um, you know, what was happening in my family, what influences, um, there were there, how that impacted me and also how I participated, right? Because we do participate because we believe we're supposed to, or, um, that is expected. So it's the awareness piece was the first, because I knew I had to change. Um, or I wasn't going to survive, uh, and it's hard. Awareness is tough because you have to to some cold hard tooth sometimes, um, but that's okay because you, you journey through it, right? If you can sit with it and accept as you go along, um, and don't blame yourself um, for what's happening. I think um, what I started to understand and, and what some of your um, listeners may understand is the things that happen within our families specifically, are often generational and we don't even know that we're living those patterns. So if we can uncover them and become aware of the patterns, it's so enlightening and it shifts our understanding of who we are and our role in the family and that we can change it. So that was key. Self-care was the second one because I would literally um, not eat because I had to take care of everyone else first. So there would be days that I would not eat breakfast till two o'clock because I had to get the dishes done. This is in my mind of course, I had to get the dishes done. I needed to take the kids um, to, you know, daycare and all of the things. Self-care had to be my top priority. And when it was, then I could be the mother and the partner and the community member that I wanted to be. It makes all the difference in the world. And it sounds selfish and we feel like it's selfish because we've been taught to believe that, but it's not. We can be the woman that we are capable of being when we care for ourselves first. So that was really key and that was key to my weight gain and and you know the regaining of my health community is huge because we are who we surround ourselves with so i have you know i i think um your listeners again can probably relate there are people that maybe aren't good for you or people that are so great for you that you need to spend more time with them the more positivity and support and love that you can get the easier your journey is of course that goes without saying for anyone so i did that and i realized too in reflection We have women in our lives who support us on the way and we may not even realize what they're teaching us. So I did a lot of thinking about that as well. And and these incredible women who taught me these really key life lessons and that helped to develop who I am as a person. So community was really an important factor. And then I think the other piece was acceptance. It's hard to accept that if I just did one more thing, you know, I'll be loved. It's hard to accept that that isn't really reality. And if we can accept that things are the way they are, we meet people where they are instead of trying to change anyone else. Yeah. Accept that they are who they are and we can go within, change ourselves. And then that's what changes the, the outside world as well for us. So that's what I did. That's pretty much, and I still do those things. I still hang on to and work through them all the time because it's an evolving thing, right? We don't just say, okay, I've got it and it's over. It's a daily practice. It truly is. And I know I've had somebody
0: one time, because I have a similar process. I use maybe different vocabulary, but similar journey from myself looking at the traumas of my life that were not in my family circle, but it were more because I grew up in Brazil, it were more the feeling of unsafety of the environment that it was that we actually fear dying and being kidnapped. Like those are real you know, very survival, it it touches on your survival instincts type of fears, right? And that really triggered a cascade of stress responses in my body that really messed a few things up. Mm -hmm. And so that's more the trauma that I have brought, you know, when I moved to Canada here. But one of the things that I usually say is that it's basically like when you say a daily practice, you kind of overcome the one, then there's the next one and the next one. And then some people look at it as like, oh my gosh, the onion layer would never be fully peeled. I said, probably not. But I think that is the beauty of it. Otherwise, you will be so boring, right? you didn't to have the next thing to... So for me, the way I like to look at it instead of here's the next challenge is, okay, this is the next level in our inner mastery. Curiosity to see what is next and how can I not even so much escape my reality, but how can I really, you know, embrace that and you know, love every piece of it, no matter how good or bad it's, you know, it, it's perceived from the outside. But changing our perceptions, like you said, is the only and best way to change the world, right? Instead of yeah, trying to make yeah, the, like the world <laughs> so good. So the work Merle, that you do with the women and how you now facilitate a lot of the people going through that process that you went through, like your steps, I know you've built a community and you had, you know, you have events, so tell us a little bit of how that shaped your work.
1: Yeah, it, it really, um, it did shape my work. As you know, um, I founded a women's community group called the Wonderful Women's Club, and it um, is a place for women to come together to support each other and encourage each other, you know, to develop into the to uncover, you know, the pieces of ourselves that are maybe lying dormant and expressing ourselves who we really are. And what I have found in the last um, while is that working with um, women now who who have been raised in chaotic families, that is the core piece for how we feel later in life, like how we feel now that's the the nut that if we can get to that part, then the other pieces fall into place. So by focusing on the patterns that we come from and and how they make us feel and then we can actually address the specifics. The Wonderful Women's Club is community and it's very supportive and I love it. And and the events are so great. They bring together so many wonderful women. And this is another piece of that. It's just a, a deeper level of that if if um, you know what I mean. It's just Connecting a bit deeper inside as to why we might feel unworthy, you know, question ourselves, don't believe in our own wisdom, that kind of thing. Where that comes from is the family chaos.
0: And then you do group work, one-on-one work. How does that actually do both.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, they do both. They do one-on-one and then just work through the process, right? And, and everybody has their own piece of their journey that is paramount for them. So you start there and just start. Like you said, peeling back the onion, but also learning skills and the confidence in order to change the patterns that you're living, because it is a new way of being. And so it's about learning, relearning, right? And reclaiming who we are in that space and choosing for ourselves how we want to relate in the family system. And then I do workshops as well, focusing on, for example, boundaries or self-care, that kind of specific piece about how it relates to the family chaos and how setting up those parameters and implementing new routines can calm that chaos inside of us and then we don't react or um, participate in the same way that might be detrimental to our health.
0: Uh, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. And I like the concept too, when you do the group work, because a lot of times it's harder to see on ourselves, especially for so deep and at the beginning of the journey, right? But then you see somebody else and they're almost like this mirror and it's easier because it's outside of us. So it gives that perspective to the women that I think is so important.
1: And, and I find, Juliana, that for um, women, we don't, talk about these things and we may not even understand it right we participate in patterns and behaviors and ways of being that feel normal to us but when we hear someone else talk about it it is that awareness piece where we realize oh that might not be you know good for me but i also am not alone in that if you're aware of it you realize you're not alone and there are certainly you know, many other women who experience it. And when we come together in a community setting, the support and the acceptance and the love can just transform how we feel about ourselves.
0: So wonderful. So if people want to find you and learn more about what you do, what are the best places for them to search?
1: The Wonderful Women's Club uh, website is www.wonderfulwomensclub.com. So I'm online there. I also have a private Facebook group women overcoming family chaos that is you know a community of women space to be safe to feel connected like they belong and that there's no judgment they don't have to be anything they can share their experience
0: that's wonderful and i'm going to link everything to the show notes so any closing thoughts any inspiring words anything you want to share as we close in a beautiful bubble
1: i think what it boils down to and what i would love all of your listeners to take away from this is that. We are enough. We are enough as who we are, no matter where we come from, what our experiences are, that we have enough self-worth and enough inner confidence and resilience to recreate our lives in a way that works for us. So if we're able to bring ourselves out into the world, that's when everything will fall into place as opposed to trying to change the world. It all begins within, it all begins within.
0: That's beautiful. And I'm so grateful for your time today, for you sharing your story and for you going on your journey, so that you can really you know, be this leader and role model for all these women that really needed to hear this today. And I'll do my best to spread your message as far and wide as possible. But I'm truly, truly grateful for you today and always.
1: Thank you so much, Juliana. It's been such a pleasure.
0: My pleasure. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by The Wage Release Shift a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is weight release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before as well as learn what is going on with your hormones especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty healthy super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within.